friends, Howard Green here. Welcome to the Concern of the Times podcast and videocast, where we discuss all things Bible prophecy, discernment, and end-time Christian living. Our episodes are for everyone, for people like you who are watching current events unfold and asking, what on earth is happening? So whether you're a Christian or someone who's just curious about Jesus, we'll discuss answers to life's toughest questions together. Let's get started. Hello, friends. This is Howard Green. Welcome to this episode of Concern of the Times. I'm glad you're here. Well, this is episode four, and in this episode, we're going to discuss a very serious topic, and this topic is who is Jesus? The topic is, who is Jesus? And friends, that question is a very important question. And we're going to answer that question or seek to answer that question with four sub-questions. And those questions will go like this. Number one, who do other religions say Jesus is? Number two, what does historic and contemporary culture say Jesus is? Who do they say he is? Number three, who does Jesus say that he is? And number four, who do you say Jesus is? Number four, who do you and I say Jesus is? With that being said, before we dig in, a couple of quick reminders. Number one, uh, this first of all, this topic is really for everyone, Christian and non-Christian alike. If you're a Christian, you might be saying to yourself, Howard, I know who he is, I get it, I'll see you next episode, but not so fast, because you'd be surprised what you learn when you look at Jesus and the question of who he is through the eyes of other cultures and religions. There's things that I learned in studying for this video cast and podcast I sort of knew but didn't have a lot of clarity on, and now I do. So if you're a Christian, stick around. I think you'll learn a lot. And for our non-Christian friends, people that are maybe Buddhist or Hindu and or Sikh, Baha'i, uh, some religion, no religion at all, spiritual, non-spiritual, um, I would really encourage you to stick around because we're going to probe the depths of who Jesus is and answer that question through a multitude of sources, and then finally um, ask you the question. So, and then one last uh, announcement before we get into our uh, episode four here of who is Jesus, is if you're a small group leader, Bible study teacher, pastor, uh, missionary, um, feel free to use our materials, our podcast, our video cast, in any way you see fit. You can use them for your small group, uh, your home Bible study, your home church, your sermon preparation, your own personal edification. Feel free to use our materials any way you see fit. That could be the podcast, YouTube, uh, concerningthetimes.com. Just have at it, friends, and, and I'd be uh, blessed if you did. So let's continue. Who is Jesus? Well, number one, who do other religions say Jesus is? Well, roughly 350 million followers of Buddha worldwide have an opinion about who Jesus is. I didn't, there's a couple of things I learned. I didn't realize there were 350 million, give or take a few million, I'm sure, Buddhists in the world. Uh, that's roughly the population of the United States. I found that very interesting. Uh, what I did learn is that Buddhism is on the increase here in the West. I, I sort of knew that, but I didn't realize how pervasive and how many people are turning uh, uh, to Buddhism. I knew that was a situation in Hollywood. I knew a lot of actors and actresses were, were sort of looking towards Buddhism. I didn't realize that that was such a um, pervasive belief here in the West. Uh, to the tune worldwide of 350 million Buddhists. It's interesting. 
Another thing I learned is there's no centralized view of Jesus in Buddhism. There's no centralized version of, of sort of a view of Jesus in Buddhism. But here's what's most commonly believed. Here's here's some facts that I learned through my study of what's most commonly believed uh, by Buddhists about Jesus. Here we go. They say that Jesus was basically an enlightened man. He was a man of enlightenment. And actually, the current Dalai Lama described Jesus, he describes Jesus as a holy man. The current Dalai Lama describes Jesus as a holy man. The 14th century Dalai Lama, and his uh, name was Tenzin Gyatso, I hope I pronounced that correctly, even recognized Jesus as a Bodhisattva, or Bodhisattva, a Bodhisattva. And what that means is one who dedicates his life to service of others. So the 14th century Dalai Lama recognized Jesus as a Bodhisattva, one who dedicates his life to service to others. And that's what he thought about Jesus. And to sort of summarize everything here and to give you the 10,000 foot view, what I've learned through studying kind of what Buddhist and Buddhism teaches about Jesus, they don't teach that Jesus is divine. Enlightened, enlightened, but not divine. But let's continue. Let's move on to what Hinduism teaches or believes who Jesus is. Something I didn't know. It's estimated there are roughly 330 million Hindu gods. It's estimated there are roughly 330 million gods in the religion of Hinduism, in the Hindu faith. With this in mind, here's what most Hindus believe about Jesus. And again, this is not dogmatic. I'm sure certain people believe certain things, but through some exhaustive study and through different sources, Hindu and non-Hindu alike, Here's sort of what we found. I didn't know this, but Jesus is not mentioned in the Hindu scriptures. You go to a lot of world religions and you'll see that Jesus is mentioned somewhere in the scripture somehow. But in the uh, Vedas, in the Hindu scriptures, Jesus is not mentioned. Many Hindus believe and teach that Jesus went to India and learned from the Hindu gurus. Many Hindus believe that Jesus went to India and learned from Hindu gurus. And they attribute this to Jesus' silent years, or some people call it the quiet years. And even Christians understand this time between Jesus' age of roughly 12 to 14 to his entry into public ministry at about age 30 were very quiet. We don't hear anything of Jesus during these times, during that time in his life, from roughly age 12 to 15 on to age about 30 when Jesus publicly entered the ministry. And we have a lot of writing and teaching from Jesus from that point on. And Hindus call those the quiet years, Jesus' teen years and young adult years. They call it the quiet or silent years. And they say that Jesus went to India, traveled to India to learn at the feet of the Hindu gurus, the Hindu gurus. Now, Hindu Dharma or teaching asserts that Jesus was an incarnation of Vishnu, of the god Vishnu. They say that he was an incarnation of Vishnu. They say that he was an incarnation of Vishnu along with Rama and along with people like Krishna. They say that Jesus was an incarnation of the Vishnu God. I found that very interesting. Listen, I've got a lot of Hindu friends. I had Hindu friends when I uh, was in the Middle East. I, I was over there in, in, in Dubai and 
Kuwait and, and certainly Iraq for a number of years and, and had a lot of Hindu people, I would say, were actually my, my friends, if not good friends. And it was interesting to sort of hear what their take was on Jesus as well. In this study that I, I, I made over the last uh, recent times here, concur with that. They, they believe that Jesus was a sort of a, a good man, a, a um, uh, maybe an incarnation, uh, teach that maybe he was enlightened, a, a teacher, and he was a, maybe learned at the feet of the gurus and was a guru himself. So all those things that I'm learning are very interesting. Now, let's move on to our third uh, religion. You would call it a large world religion. It's uh, Islam. So what do 1.9 billion Muslims believe about Jesus? What do the 1.9 billion Muslims believe about Jesus? And again, not exhaustive, but a general framework of what Muslims believe about Jesus. And I'm very familiar with a lot of this. I studied a lot of this over the years, but here are some things that'll kind of give you the 10,000 foot view. Didn't know this. I knew that Jesus was mentioned in the Quran several times, but I didn't understand or didn't know it to this point that Jesus was mentioned in the Quran 25 times. He's mentioned in the Quran 25 times, and he has an honored rank. He has an honored rank among other great messengers of God. And what I'm quoting here is now from an Islamic source. Jesus has an honored rank among other great messengers of God. Islam also teaches that Jesus was a prophet. He's the prophet, they say, they call him Isa. Jesus was the prophet Isa. They also assert that Jesus didn't die for us and that Jesus is separate from God. That Jesus did not die for us and he's separate from God. In Surah 3 in the Quran, in Surah 3 of the Quran, it says that he is holy, he's near to God, and interestingly, in Surah 3, it uh, teaches that, and it actually says that, and I quote, he can show us the way to heaven to be with God. And I'm going to repeat that. In Surah 3, in the Quran, it says that Jesus can show us the way to heaven to be with God. It says that Jesus can show us the way to heaven to be with God. We'll come back to that later. He can show us the way. He can show us the way to heaven to be with God. One thing I did learn in studying Islam more, and I've studied a lot, but really here recently, I've come to learn that approval from God is paramount to Muslims. A lot of non-Muslim friends understand this. A lot of Muslim people understand this. And you'll probably be shaking your head. Yes, it's very true, Howard. I've come to learn that approval from God is paramount. It's of utmost important to Muslims. Okay, so that was sort of to answer the question of who Jesus is, that was sort of question one. What are other religions, other other great world religions to think about Jesus? Who is Jesus to them? Let's go on to number two. What does history and culture say who Jesus is? Who does history and culture say that Jesus is? Let's go back many, many, many uh, centuries to Jewish historian Flavius Josephus. Flavius Josephus. Josephus, as he's commonly known, was alive from A.D. 37 to A.D. 100. 37 through the year 100. He was essentially almost a contemporary of Jesus, being born just after Jesus uh, was crucified. Flavius Josephus. 
80, 37 to 80, 100. He was a first century Jewish historian and recorded a firsthand account of Jewish history. More than that, Josephus provides substantial extra biblical insight onto people like Pontius Pilate, people like Herod the Great, and certainly Jesus. And in his book, Jewish Antiquities, he mentions Jesus. He mentions the condemnation from the Sanhedrin towards James, the brother of the so-called Christ, quote, unquote. He mentions the condemnation from the Sanhedrin towards James, the brother of Jesus, the so-called Christ. It's one of the things that Josephus mentions. And then Josephus gives an earlier reference to Jesus. In this, it's called, this writing is called the Testimonium Flavinium. Well, that was a big mouthful there. The Testonium, or Testimonium, excuse me, Flavanium. And he writes, he writes this, and I quote, About this time there lived Jesus, a wise man, if indeed one ought to call him a man. For he wrought surprising feats. Josephus writes, he was the Christ. When Pilate condemned him to be crucified, those who had come to love him did not give up their affection for him. On the third day, he appeared, restored to life. So listen, friends, here's what Josephus writes. When the Pilate, excuse me, when Pilate condemned him to be crucified, those who had come to love him did not give up their affection from him. On the third day, he appeared, restored to life, and the tribe of Christians has not disappeared. I could even add to this day. They're Christians to this day. Next, Roman historian Tacitus, the Roman historian Tacitus, who's mentioned many times in contemporary writings, cited many times even in our history now, secular. <clears throat> Tacitus was alive from AD 56 to AD 120, roughly AD 56 to AD 120. And he was a contemporary of the Bible apostles, the biblical apostles in the Bible. <clears throat> Here's what Tacitus wrote. Here's what Tacitus wrote. Nero, Emperor Nero, fastened the guilt on a class hated for their abominations. Nero fastened the guilt on a class hated for their abominations, called Christians by the populace. They were called Christians by, by the populace. And here's what else he wrote. Christus, or Christ, from whom the name has its origin, suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Emperor Tiberius at the hands of Pontius Pilate. <clears throat> at the hands of Pontius Pilate. Think about that, friends. And a most mischievous superstition, thus checked for the moment, again broke out, not only in Judea, the first source of evil, but even in Rome. Listen to this. Tacitus is no friend of Christianity in the sense that he calls it a most mischievous superstition and, re and calls it the source of evil. But listen to what he says. He acknowledges the, his the uh, accurate, historic accurate version of, of Jesus being alive during the time of the Roman Emperor Tiberius. I'm going to read it one more time. Nero fastened the guilt on a class hated for their abominations, called Christians by the populace. Christ, from whom the name has its origin, suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of Pontius Pilate and a most mischievous superstition, thus checked for the moment, again broke out not only in Judea, the first source of evil, but even in Rome. 
Interesting. Let's move closer to our time. Albert Einstein, one of the great thinkers of all time. Here's what Einstein said about Jesus, who Jesus is. He says, I'm a Jew, but I am enthralled by the luminous figure of the Nazarene. Jesus is too colossal for the pen of phrase mongers, however they artful they may be. He says, I'm a Jew, but I am enthralled by the luminous figure of the Nazarene. Jesus is too colossal, colossal for the pen of phrase mongers, regardless of how artful. And then even closer, British author C.S. Lewis. Many of us know him. British author C.S. Lewis said, and friends, listen to his words very carefully. A man who is merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would not be a great moral teacher. He would be either a lunatic on the level with a man who says he's a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. <laughs> you must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else he's a madman or he's something worse. Lewis goes on to say, you can shut him up for a fool. You can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. And here's the part I want you to pay special attention to, friends. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about him being a great human teacher. Jesus has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. So C.S. Lewis says he's either a crazy man or a lunatic, a demon, or Lord. That's the words of C.S. Lewis. He said, but don't come with any patronizing nonsense about him being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He meaning Jesus. He did not intend to. Even closer, what did John Lennon, member of the Beatles, famous singer, songwriter, musician John Lennon, what did John Lennon say about Christianity and about Jesus? <clears throat> I quote, Christianity will go. It will vanish and it'll shrink. I needn't argue with that. I'm right and I'll be proved right. We're more popular than Jesus now. John Lennon said, Christianity will go. It will vanish and shrink. I need not argue with anyone about that. I'm right and I'll be proven right. We're more popular than Jesus right now. Finally, what does David Flusser, professor of religious history at Hebrew University in Jerusalem, say? David Flusser, professor of religious history at Hebrew University in Jerusalem. What does David Flusser say? He says, I do not think that many Jews would object object if the Messiah, when he came, was the Jew, Jesus. Flusser says, I do not think that many Jews would object if the Messiah, when he came, was the Jew, Jesus. Very, very interesting quote from David Flusser. Very interesting quote. But let's continue when it comes to contemporary and historic culture. Peter the Apostle, what did Peter say about Jesus? Who did he say Jesus was? When asked the question, Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's the Apostle Peter. Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
How about the Roman centurion? I'm sure there are many Roman soldiers surrounding the place of Jesus' crucifixion, but what did the Roman centurion, who seemed to be sort of in charge of that area, say about Jesus? He was there probably with, this is conjecture, friends only, but probably with spear in hand or sword in its sheath or maybe drawn at the time of Jesus' crucifixion. And this is a biblical source. This is a Bible source. What did the Roman centurion say about Jesus? He witnessed Jesus' death. He said, truly, truly, this man was the son of God. Truly, this man was the son of God. And then now, friends, let's move on to part three. Who did Jesus say he was? Who did Jesus say he was? When it comes to our overarching question of who is Jesus. And I'm quoting directly from Jesus here. This is not conjecture. This is not what we think he might have said about himself or what he thought. This was written down in the Gospels. Who does Jesus say he is? Listen to these words very carefully. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And we continue. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. And we'll continue down. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Well, friends, the last question we mentioned Jesus asked brings us to our final question, question four, in the quest to answer the question, who is Jesus? Jesus said, do you believe this? And let's repeat the question. On the resurrection and the life, whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? So the question, question four, friends, is who do you say Jesus is? My Christian friends and non-Christian friends alike, who do you say Jesus is? It's a very personal and very profound question. Friends, I can't make you believe. I can't make you believe. I can only reason with you from the scriptures. I can only reason with you from the scriptures and compel you to believe. But my job is to reason with you from the scriptures. Before you answer the question in your heart, before you answer that question, think deep in your heart. Think about the testimony of the Roman centurion. Truly this man was a son of God. Think about what Peter said. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then think about what Jesus said about himself. Before Abraham was, I am. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So friends, who do you say Jesus was? Who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is? 
it's my personal belief and my belief based on Bible authority that your answer to that question will determine where you spend eternity. But friends, don't take my word for it. Non-Christian friends, seeking friends, looking for truth friends, don't take my word for it. Examine Jesus' words at face value. Read the Bible. Look at what your scriptures say and weigh them against what the Bible say. It says, excuse me. Even more so, weigh the question against what Jesus said about himself because you have to look at what a man says about himself to understand the truth. Jesus himself said, I am the truth. I am the way. It's interesting we go back to what our Muslim friends in the Quran, they say that Jesus will show us the way. But in Christianity, in Jesus' words about himself, he said, no, I'm not going to show you the way. He said, I am the way. So friends, who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is? All of you, if you want more clarity and more answers to that question, if there is possible, if it's possible to give you more, go to concerningthetimes.com. That's concerningthetimes.com and go to our, click up on the menu on the Are You Saved page. Are you saved? Saved from what? Great question. Go to that page. We're going to talk about eternity and being with God and heaven and who Jesus is. So go to concerningthetimes.com and go to Are You Saved? Well, friends, I hope you answer that question. Listen, before the day ends, I hope you come to terms with that question and answer it from your heart. Armed with all the knowledge you can have from Scripture, from the Bible, from Jesus' own lips, from his own words, who do you say that he is? So friends, who do you say Jesus is? Go to concerningthetimes.com. Go to Are You Saved for more clarity and more answers to those questions. But please answer that before the day ends for yourself. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Join us next week for another episode. We'll discuss many great topics together. And if you're a YouTube follower, go to our podcast. If you listen by way of podcast, go check us out on YouTube as well. And friends, please rate and review our podcast. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. That would help us greatly. I'd really appreciate appreciate that. It'd be a blessing to me. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, friends. Howard Green here, and I wanted to say thanks for joining us today. We'll look forward to being with you again on the next episode of Concern of the Times. But before you go, I wanted to remind you to please rate and review our podcast. I'd appreciate that. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And before you go, be sure to visit ConcerningTheTimes.com and sign up to receive our latest articles. Finally, don't forget to send in your comments, questions, and prayer requests when you get in touch with us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.